Hey everybody, did you know that Midgard Musings has apparel for both men and women and even children? Children and infants. Not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Uh, Midgard Musings apparel is available on Teespring. Teespring offers awesome quality uh, merchandise. I own one myself. I actually bought my own merchandise. You got t-shirts, you've got hoodies, um, you know, bathing suits, uh, and all other kinds of things too, not just apparel. Um, Cell phone cases, tote bags, masks, right? Because of this whole pandemic thing. So if you go and search for Midgard Musings Teespring in your web browser, you will find a link to the Midgard Musings store. Pay attention now because the URL is a bit wacky. It is midgard-musings-store.myteespring.co. All right, but it's easier if you were to just go to Google and search for Midgard Musings Teespring Apparel. Um, take a look and see what you got. Like I said, we've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, phone cases, tote bags, onesies for infants, coffee mugs, um, all kinds of neat stuff. So head on over to Teespring. Find your Midgard Musings Apparel over there. It does help support the channel monetarily so take a look and see if there's anything over there that you like we've got all kinds of sizes and colors for men women children and even infants so the holidays are coming up and these make great gifts for your loved ones so go ahead and check out big garden musings apparel on teespring and let us know what you think thanks Odinsbeardwoodworking.com is currently running a very special limited time offer, which is going to give you 5% off your next order. You can order god poles, goddess poles, multiple custom commission pieces made by hand with no power tools by Matthew Petrie, CEO, owner, and founder of Odin's Beard Woodworking. Now, if you go today and place an order with Odin's Beard Woodworking for your next altarpiece and use the discount code Team Midgard Musings at checkout, you will get a 5% discount on your total order. Now that offer is running only until the end of January. So you have plenty of time to consider what you want to get and place your order today at odinsbeardwoodworking.com and remember to use the discount code Team Midgard Musings Get your 5% discount. Check it out today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, Jesse. This is Crow. Um, I appreciate you putting me on your podcast. I'm very honored. Um, I should have better articulated my question and um, asked if... uh, if, um, you know, differences aside, if the basis of Frith would be enough to get um, the Universalists, the Tribalists, and the Folkish Heathens together without them going at each other. Um, as far as uh, the Deathlanders, we're here in southern Idaho, not in the uh, the Timbers, we're out in the desert. We love it out here. 
hence the name, the Deathlanders. Um, and uh, we don't really have much of an online presence because we don't take too much stock in social media. Um, but I am on Instagram, however, at uh, kilo.romeo.oscar.whiskey. All under case. Anyways, my time's about up, so have a good one. Hail Odin, and drink water. All right, folks, welcome back. Sorry for the audio on the first segment. Once again, I had my system set up differently for other things, and I had to, I didn't realize the facts. So rather than reshoot, you know, 10 minutes worth of content, I just rolled with it. It wasn't sounding too bad, but this should sound a whole lot better. Um, so thank you again, Crow, for your uh, clarification and um, follow up on that. I know kind of trailed off at the end it cut you off because of that one minute limit that i was talking about i do know that you said drink plenty of water so as a reminder you guys stay hydrated regardless of the fact that it's winter you want to stay hydrated hydration is key if you don't hydrate you will die so the follow-up question or, or i guess the clarification to uh crow's question is um that uh you know, he's, he's wondering if the basis of Frith would be enough for, you know, all heathen approaches. He, he mentioned, you know, universalist, tribalism, you know, tribal heathens and folkish heathens. Uh, would the basis of Frith be enough for all heathens uh, from all different approaches, you know, to, I, I guess, get along without, you know, tearing each other apart or you know, having all this infighting and whatnot going on. Um, and, it, I, it, you know, it's an interesting question, I think, and I'm glad that you brought it up because I guess it really ultimately depends on what your understanding of Frith means, okay? Now, I've talked about the meaning of Frith. Uh, I want to say I might have an episode here um, on the podcast, you know, from, from the last year or two of me putting stuff out here, but I know that there's definitely videos that I've done, um, where I, and I mention Frith and have referenced, uh, content from Eric Shervin over at the Ravens call. You can find him on, uh, YouTube as well. And he also has a podcast, um, up here on anchor where I, where I distribute my, uh, where I record my podcast from and then Anchor distributes it out to other platforms. So, Crow, wherever you're listening, uh, whatever platform you're listening on, um, if it's you know Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, I'm pretty pretty sure that Eric is on all of these other platforms as well. I'm not sure if the the subject on Frith came up and and was added to his podcast library, but um, the 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 here's the thing about um, Frith, as I've come to learn, um, as as a heathen. So, a lot of a lot of heathens. I'm not saying that this is the case with Crow or whoever, but I'm I'm saying what I'm saying is that a lot of heathens will use the term Frith to sort of uh, mean something that it doesn't really mean. Um, at least not completely. There are parts of what a lot of people think Frith means that are included in frith um 
but the but the true and overall meaning of frith goes way deeper than what i think a lot of people may um get to know or understand uh, at the surface level so what i mean by all of this is that many people i've noticed will use the term frith to describe a sort of peaceful existence uh between uh other individuals between groups um and use use the term to again represent like this uh you know this sort of uh, peaceful non-conflicting um almost like a ceasefire uh agreement that uh, hey guys you know we're all heathens we're all you know joined together in frith we're all here to you know venerate the gods we're all you know we all share something together and therefore we share in frith now again i'm not saying that this is the the thought process that crow is is thinking so to answer the question you know do i think that the basis of frith is enough for all heathens uh, from from heathens of all different approaches whether you're a universalist type heathen or tribalist or folkish would it be enough to, you know would that be enough to uh keep people from this uh, constant conflict uh, amongst each other so the question uh, or the answer to that question is a bit more complex than i can just say yes or no to I think that if the true meaning of frith were understood and applied in its real sense, that it wouldn't matter that what your individual approach or differences were, that there are uh, parts of, of, of frith, there are elements of frith that could uh, preserve relationships regardless of your you know, outlook on it. But here's the, uh, on the outlook on heathenry, but here's, here's the, the caveat and here's where um, I'm, I'm kind of going with this. Frith is more than just a you know, peaceful existence between people. Frith has strong um, meanings of obligation tied to it. So there's there's no possible way for me to share in Frith with somebody um, that is not close to me that is not a part of my uh, my life um there are elements like i said there are elements there are things about frith that um may seemingly exist uh between people over let's say like long distances um but the true meaning of frith has to there there's there are requirements in order for frith to exist because frith is a working living thing and it and it and it has obligation tied to it. So, in other words, I would never be able to share in, you know, or, or, or uh, exchange uh, the the meaning of frith. I would never be able to um, have frith with anybody who is not a part of um, my life in, in a physical sense, in a real in-person sort of way. And and I would venture to extend that even to the fact that I wouldn't be sharing in frith with people. Um, that are not a part of my tribe or community immediately. Now, that's not to say that people can't be grown-ups and adults and be responsible and, and, and get along in a sort of, you know, uh, ceasefire sort of way. And, I, and when I say ceasefire, I mean what, what grith means. A lot of people will get the terms frith and grith uh, mixed up, or they'll try to think that frith has... Um, 
more meanings that like 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 with grith, but there's more to it. So grith is you read um, some of the sagas and, and you learn about what the all thing was, the, the the legal assembly, the Icelandic all thing. When you when you read about that, those sort of assemblies where tribes from all over the place gathered together, when 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 the assembly was called, when the all thing was taking place, there was a grit. It was a griststead. It was a basic understanding and rule, right? That we are all here gathered together for a specific reason. And that differences aside, this is not the place to hash out those problems and deal with those differences. So that's where I mean like this, you know, ceasefire. There will be no bloodshed. There will be no fighting. There will be no um, conflict during this assembly, during the all thing, as long as it is going on. And that is the the sort of you know approach that I think most online forums um, exhibit. Um, you've got a lot of social media groups, um, social media platforms, forums, various things that have a lot of people with differing views, differing opinions, differences of how they you know feel. Uh, should heathen um and they're all in this group together and there's this there's this constant you know conflict between well this is how you should do it this is not how you should do it you know if you're a universalist then you're not even really heathen and if you're not focused then you're not even heathen and if you're not you know if you don't follow a tribal view on heathenry then then you're not heathen and all these various arguments and then what ends up happening right is the administrators the moderators the people who run those respective forums and platforms basically just slam down the gavel and go look guys this is you know this is not going to be tolerated we're not going to have this you know debate is one thing but but argument arguments and, and fighting and, and disrupting of peace you know that sort of thing is not going to happen uh here and they will you know rule or control those online forms accordingly you will get banned you will get you know put in a timeout you will you know be removed from the group whatever the case may be and this is what I think in a modern view or in a modern construct constitutes what a Grithstead is. There's rules that are applied when people all come together in a social setting that, you know what, you're just, you're not going to say certain things, you're not going to address certain things, and that's where the difference is, and that's where it ends with Grith and Frith. Once, now there are parts of that <clears throat> that exist within Frith, but the difference, the differences I see between Frith and Grith is that nobody is obligated to one another um, in a, in a, in a grithstead uh, to the to the to the extent that um, if if somebody you know does something wrong uh, to that person, then then the the inherent luck that exists is not going to affect one or the other. There's, I mean, it could it could go back to the respective tribes or or, or respective groups of people, but like let's say you know. You know, John, John Bob from Group A has a beef with, you know, Chris over here in Group C. Um, they're not a part of each other's tribe. Uh, the, the guy over here in Group A is bound in Frith, bound through Frith to uphold his, you know, integrity, his honor, his, his obligation to the tribe. When, when people need things done in his tribe and he, and he is called upon... He is obligated to them through Frith, 
to assist and to help out or whatever the whatever the guidelines are. He is not obligated in Frith to help out the guy over here in Group C. Now, when they are assembled together at one location where him and them and all these other people are together and you've got this uh, Grithstead, there's a ceasefire, they understand between each other that I'm not supposed to argue with you and you're not supposed to argue with me to the extent that a conflict breaks out. There's this, you know, ceasefire rule. This is not the place for it. We'll deal with this another time. We'll deal with this other places. Now, if any of them break the Grithstead, their reputation, their, you know, uh, honor, all that stuff that could be potentially damaged could, could go back and affect the luck of their tribe. And then, therefore, the things that they do in their respective groups individually or separately from this overall assembly, it could go back to those, their respective groups. And then their, they may need to repair, you know, uh, things. They may need to, you know, um, you know, make recompense or, or, or whatever. I don't think it's really... Uh, Frith, that is what we're talking about here, um, that could um, be enough to address the differences or, or the, uh, you know, um, the infighting, as it were, that exists between all these various groups. Now, as a side note, <clears throat> I've made myself pretty clear with how I view the whole folkish heathen uh, group as at, at large. Um, I've, I've I'm not the one to entertain or, or, or want to, um, uh, what's the right word, uh, humor anybody with a, with a folkish heathen approach. I think that it's a, a mask or, or, or a cowl to hide behind uh, as being a far right leaning or, or very uh, racist uh, type of individual. That you, your folkish heathens tend to, to find themselves in those sorts of uh, company. So, I don't think there's really anything that you can do other than um, educate and, and, and try to get people to, to learn and, and see where the mistakes are with the folkish heathen approach to things. You know, there's a big drive nowadays to try and, I think, um, make, make it feel like we're all in this together. We're all heathens just trying to heathen and let's all, you know, get along. And it's never worked that way um, in, in arch heathen times. It's never worked that way. You 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 worked together and you lived together and you existed together in a society and in, in, in a tribe type society um, with your tribe members, with your with your folk. And um, it didn't matter individual beliefs or individual practices but when the tribe came together and did things everybody helped each other out and, and it was it was required in order for that society to, to live and thrive you know you had to be it, it was your survival was dependent on it you couldn't be just this you know lone ranger all rogue you know and because well this is how my father did it i'm gonna do it this way and because he was you know he was from sweden and the rest of you folk you know folks are from iceland or whatever then you know, we we can't get along, or none of that mess. You know, there was there was it was all about survival, and it was about upholding and building the community through Frith, through the obligations that one had to one another. And then, if Frith was broken, if obligations were um, not met, if if Frith was damaged, then something had to be done to repair the web, to repair the Frith web, to repair that damage that was caused. You know, we talked about. Uh, I've talked about in my videos the the whole concept of of paying recompense. You know, 
paying shield um that was a that was that was very much a thing uh, in arch heathen societies and in, in, in the germanic tribes so i'm really trying to to give you a solid answer here crow when it, when it when it comes to what you're asking is that you know with the basis of frith be enough um it, it, it goes way deeper than that and i don't think that there's anything that you know could a universalist and a tribal heathen and maybe a folkish heathen although i say you know there there has to be a lot of reprogramming going along with that because the whole folkish movement is 100 percent race driven um <clears throat> so i don't think that there's i don't think that there would be it, w- it would take a lot of work in order for frith to be established between people who have such varying uh, worldviews, there has to be a a close enough worldview in order for Frith to work, because the understanding of the obligation that's inherently tied to Frith needs to be there. And it's not just this, you know, sort of, you know, I'm a heathen, you're a heathen, we're all heathens, and let's you know, kumbaya together. Uh, and again, not saying that this is how you think, uh, Crow, um, but I'm just saying, like, I think that a lot of heathens newer heathens especially get the the idea mixed up between what frith means and they confuse it with what grith is grith meaning just the you know social um socially acceptable um conduct between you know neighboring or opposing groups you know when assembly is called together and everybody is meant to you know behave themselves and act in a peaceful sort of way and not be disruptive or destructive that is Grith. So I think if the basis of Grith would be enough, right? Like, hey, guys, we're all here talking together in this group or online forum. There's not really a, a big, you know, physically uh, or physical uh, movement uh, to get people together. There's no real all thing, you know, for uh, other heathens in the world to, to, to meet and to gather and to get to know each other. There's no real assembly like uh like there once was you know and if there were then that is the place for where for grith to be uh, established and, and for grith to be declared uh, if it's better for an online sort of thing frith cannot be uh, experienced online and, and i will stand by that for sure i i feel close to certain people online because of the conversations that i've had um i've never met them in person however the the you know the friendship ties that have Develop through conversations and you know whether it be collaborating on on social media platforms or whether it be phone conversations in the middle of the night you know there's there's a way to develop strong friendship but we are not bound by we are not bound in frith and we are we have not woven enough weird together to um say that there is is a frith bond established between us in those sorts of things that can only happen uh, through physical interactions, through physical contact. So, I hope that answered your question, and I do appreciate the uh, the clarification on that. So, hey, Odin, and definitely everybody, drink your water, stay hydrated. Um, let me know what you think about that. You know, if you have your thoughts on it, um, definitely shoot a short one minute long message over here on the anchor platform. Now, here's the other thing, too. I don't know if this works, and we can experiment and try this out. I don't know. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, most most uh, mobile devices nowadays have a, you know, f- a voice recording session, or you can record 
your voice on things. So if you want to send a recording to my email, I should be able to download the the MP3 file and and upload it here. And that email address is Midgard Musings TN TN for Tennessee at gmail.com. It's Midgard Musings TN at gmail.com. So you can try that. If you you know have a bit of a longer response, you want to cut it over the one minute limit. But let me know what you guys think, and uh, you know shoot shoot me a voice message on the anchor platform, and uh, would love to hear from you. So thank you again, Crow, uh, for everybody that uh, listened to his uh, response there. You know you can check him out on Instagram. You heard he's not real big on the social media stuff with his uh, with his tribe or whatever, which is fine. That's nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, I love the focus on the grassroots level of, uh, of, uh, of, of your heathenry. So, um, no argument there, man, no argument there at all. So check him out on Instagram. He had his, uh, added his information over there and, uh, check him out and see what's going on. So let's go ahead and take a break real quick and come back to review the, uh, random stanza from the Havamal. See what we got going on. Um, check everything out that I've talked about here coming up before and after this break and we will talk again here in just a minute hey everybody do you guys enjoy what i do here on the podcast and do you enjoy listening and watching to what i do on youtube as well maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and and the content that i release well i'm going to give you one idea to think about and that is patreon not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just one dollar a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. Unique, one-of-a-kind, silver, pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs. Um, And specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K. A-B-E-T Designs or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now to find them on Etsy, you'll go to etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun occult and adult type designs, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash Macabre Hammer. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E Hammer. Check them out today and let us know what you think.
All right, folks. Hey, Alan, welcome back. After the break, Random Heathen Ramblings continuing on uh, with our random stanza uh, from the Hovamal. Now, as we, uh, as we go through these, as I like to normally do, there's a number of translations that I read from, uh, you know, switching around, uh, you know, Hollander, Thorpe, uh, Audit and Taylor, sometimes uh, Bray uh, or Bellows. So we're going to go ahead and start with a Hollander translation. Now, this stanza is stanza six from the Havamal. And uh, starting with the Hollander translation, it says, To be bright of brain, let no man boast, but take good heed of his tongue. The sage and silent come seldom to grief, as they fare amongst folk in the hall. More faithful friends findest thou never than shrewd head on thy shoulders. Uh, the Thorpe translation goes, uh, Of his understanding no one should be proud, but rather, in conduct, cautious. When the prudent and tacitum, uh, tacitum come to a dwelling, harm seldom befalls the cautious. For a firmer friend no man ever gets than great Say, jacity, sagacity. S a g a c. That's a new word for me. I'll have to learn how to pronounce that one since I haven't looked at it before. But the, <laughs> but the uh, bellows translation, going on. The uh, bellows translation says, "A man shall not boast of his keenness of mind, but keep it close in his breast. To the silent and wise does ill come seldom when he goes as guest to a house or a faster friend. One never finds than wisdom." tried and true. Uh, got two more stanzas to read from, the Auden and Taylor version and then the Jackson Crawford translation. So the Auden and Taylor reads that of his knowledge a man should never boast, rather be sparing of speech. And to his house a wiser comes. Seldom do those who are silent make mistakes. Mother wit is ever a faithful friend. Okay, and then lastly, for on the uh, Jackson Crawford, uh, as written from the or as read from the Wanderers of them all, reads that a wise man is not showy about his wisdom. He guards it carefully. He is silent when he comes to a stranger's house, uh, stranger's home. Harm seldom befalls the watchful man, for you can never have a more faithful friend than a good supply of wisdom. So this is, I guess, you know, this is one of the first, uh, you know, well, one of the first six stanzas of the Havamal. Um, but it is a no, it is one of a number of stanzas, I think, that basically admonish us to, you know, sit down, shut up, watch and observe, listen, pay attention, that sort of thing. Um, specifically, I'm just having a drink here. Uh, specifically, you know, the first two lines that. Uh, pretty much say that a guest is better off being cautious and silence, you know, being watchful, than to go in there and start boasting about how knowledgeable he is and sharing all his, you know, wit and knowledge. Um, you know, I think that the subtext here is that you, if you have a need to brag about how clever you are and and how much you know, then you probably aren't nearly as smart or as witty or as clever as you think you are. Okay. Um, Moving on into the stanzas, you know, uh, in, in the last few lines, it, it specifically addresses the idea that the that the wise 
and the cautious seldom run into problems okay um, guests that keep quiet and watch you know will, will, will seldom generate problems for themselves which is true right you don't just you know waltz in here like you're you know loki strolling into Aegir's hall and start spouting off at the mouth different context of things but you get what i'm saying um i i think that it's uh it's it's an important thing to remember that it is just it's better to sit down shut up watch and observe especially now and today you know i see a lot of uh stuff online and we're, we're, we're modern heathens folks you know this is this is the 21st century everything that we hear about and we see is is generated in an online forum we hear about you know people's opinions people always got something to say and i'm not exempt from that you know i have um, opened my mouth plenty times and used my you know various social media platforms to express uh, my thoughts on things that i should have really just just kept quiet you know now granted the, the context of it is not the same you know I'm not I wasn't going into somebody's home and then trying to sound more knowledgeable than what I was um, but I think that the, the the underlying admonition of you know it's it's better to be uh, careful than to boast how much is on your mind it's better to be cautious it's better to be wise all this kind of thing I see so many people uh, with, especially with the, the the events of this world you know, posting things on their social media platforms. People who have a following, people who have a um, a voice, uh, and not just the heathen community, but it, you know, in social media, but specifically the heathen community. And um, you know, and, and I've even been asked to come in to to some of these these groups and these forums and and be a voice um, and and say things because they they like what is said. And I'm I'm a little bit torn and I'm a little bit conflicted. About that, because um, because of this, you know, I'm I'm the silent observer. Um, I use the platforms, and I've I've come to find a, a better approach to things by using the platforms that I use them on. You know, these these podcasts, which are intended to be really just enjoyable, fun, you know, kind of laid back approach to things that are heathen related, and then a little bit of learning stuff here and there. You know, especially when it comes to like the Hava Mall thing. Um, but like the YouTube channel, you know, has grown and evolved into what it has become and it's not the same channel that it was back in 2018 when I first started it you know it's not even the same channel as it was this time last year it's uh, it's changed a bit and so have I when it comes to my own um, approaches and views on things and how much I you know open my mouth and share um, I, I, I think that while the stanzas in the Hall of Mall that belong to this sort of category of, you know, sit down, shut up, watch and observe kind of thing, I, you know, while it does kind of uh, belong to the category, it's, you know, referring to being um, good advice to guests. Um, good advice to guests specifically who come to visit. Um, you know, so when we as modern heathens see that, you know, we may not be going places, we may not be visiting people in person as much especially over long distances because our connections and our friendships um, quite often start and um, you know become stronger over a long distance sort of thing um, the dynamic changes a little bit but I think the inherent meaning uh, is still there you know we can run into problems in, in real world problems in, in new situations that we find 
uh, or if we feel that we need to, to take charge of things or, or be the center of attention and, and, and brag about stuff, you know, be careful, be, be watchful, be, be observant, I think is, is, is true. Now, it's not to say to be timid and it's not to say to be silent all the time, but it's, you know, be smart about it and say the right thing at the right time. So I do always uh, encourage people to, you know, read the stanzas of the Havamal uh, yourselves. And, um, you know, uh, now that I know that the, uh, the, the the voice recording thing or the voice message feature here on Anchor only limits you to about a minute in length, I do want to uh, pursue and look at something different for people to make vocal contact with the podcast here if you so choose, you know. I love how a lot of different podcasts have a, a hotline uh, offer to, to call in and, and leave messages and then have your voice featured on the podcast. I really would like to uh, pursue that and, and see what others have to say because, um, you know, sharing posts online, copying Old Norse, uh, you know, sentences and then putting them into a, an image or a graphic or or whatever and, and, and sharing that about that's great it gets it gets the likes it gets the exposure it gets the reactions it gets all that kind of stuff that you like to to get and see you know on your social media but i like to you know have a bit of uh have a bit of dialogue you know or even if it's a, a voicemail message or something that comes through um through a hotline or whatever that we can share here and and talk about your response but yeah jesse i read that i read that stanza and i think this Uh, Or I think that what you're trying to say would better be summarized in this sort of way. Or I think, you know what, dude, you're you're, you're totally cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and you're you're missing the mark and here's why. I can take it. I can take a dish and, you know, I can can take a a, a lashing just as good as I can dish one out. Not that I'm one to dish out lashings, at least not in the literal sense. But you get what I'm saying, you know. Uh, Let's make it fun. Let's make it interesting. Let's, uh, Let's make it engaging, you know. I think it would be really awesome and fun. So I will be trying to find out some more information about that um, and, and see what I come up with. I'm not sure if it'll come up before the next podcast episode, but if it doesn't, just bear in mind that it is on my mind and I'm definitely uh, you know, interested in, in uh, making this a part of the, the podcast, hopefully going forward. So we shall see. There's been a lot of growth and there's a lot of things that I'm learning about this particular platform and I definitely like to to see it uh, continue to grow. And all of your involvement here, I was looking at the analytics today, which I like to do every so often, as I've talked about here a number of times, looking at the analytics, you know, seeing the numbers, uh, seeing where people are, are listening from. Again, number one, uh, right here in the United States. Um, and I want to say that... The next in line is the United Kingdom. So all you folks over there in the UK, you know, um, in England and Ireland and Scotland and all these other places over there in the UK, thank you so much for your support. Right behind all those folks, they got Canada and Australia vying for third place. So you guys are tied for third place. So wherever you're at, Canada, listen some more, share these podcasts around. Australia, you guys were like crazy awesome last year in 2020 boosting the 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 audience in 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 australia up like 550 percent you know so if you're down there if you're out there listening as it stands right now today is is nine o'clock p.m 
on January 11th. You know, so I know you guys are what is it like lunchtime or whatever on the 12th over here, where wherever you're listening from. So wherever you're at in the world, you know, keep it up. We'd love to see this channel and this podcast and this platform really continue to grow and blossom and and reach new ears each and every time. So I do want to thank Crow over from the Deathlanders in uh, southern Idaho, out there in the desert, as he said. Um, really appreciate you interacting with the with the with the podcast this way, man. Um, and I hope that uh, this was a great one to uh, answer your question on, and that it uh, gave some insight as to what I was thinking when you asked when you asked it. So that's going to wrap it up for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to support this podcast in any way that you can. Of course, sharing, listening, streaming, downloading, and all that, which is free, really makes a, a huge difference. If you do want to support. What I do here monetarily, please head up to the description area on whatever podcast platform that you're listening or streaming from and check out the Linktree link up there that contains all of the ways that you can support Midgard Musings through social media, buying merchandise, becoming a patron on Patreon, buying me a coffee through the Ko-Fi app, um, donations through PayPal are always also appreciated. And then, um, yeah, anything that you want to do or, or can do is uh, very, very, very thankful for all the support and the love that this uh, that this platform has gotten, you know, Midgard Musings as a whole has really become something, and it's thanks to all of you uh, listening out there and interacting in such a way. So keep up the awesome work, stay healthy out there, stay strong, um, and and stay true. You know, it's going to get rough, and uh, it's going to really it's going to really uh, separate the um, as they, as the saying goes, separate the men from the boys. But it's gonna it's gonna really test a lot of people. You know, days get tougher and these days are getting tough. So please all be safe. Thank you again so much for your ongoing and continued support. Hail. And as always, may your hard fires continue to burn bright.